right. It is Sunday night. This is a special edition of the PNC Professional Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, how's it going? God damn, dynamite blew us off of our regular schedule. Those. Well, anyway. I, and uh, yeah, and uh, this isn't this isn't over yet because this week and next week. We're going to have Saturday Night Dynamite. Right, because of the um, MLB playoffs. I, I, I don't know. And, um, and you know, we also, uh, we also have to talk about uh, Friday Night Smackdown and the, the uh, Rampage buy-in going head-to-head as well. So we have that covered for you. Now, uh, I, I saw this. Is this was this a special, or do they always do this? No, no, no. This was this was they do it for pay per views, but in terms of like TV, no, this, for for Rampage, is this the first time they've done it? Yes, and that that was done in response to um, to SmackDown going two and a half hours to try to uh, cut off Rampage momentum, I guess. It didn't help. Well, actually, actually, if you think about it, it did because, according to uh, to research that I did, I think um, the buy-in for Rampage got like five hundred sixty-four thousand views, which which is good for uh, for YouTube, obviously, and then. Um, then the um, the SmackDown show did over two million, so both of them did did really um, did really good. And I I do have to say um, I was much more interested in the um, in the Rampage buy-in because the match between I don't know if you saw this did you did you see the buy-in first of all. I heard about I heard about it, but I didn't uh, get to watch it uh, because see, right, like I like I told you on a past episode, we don't get TBS here, so oh, that's right. I would have to go online and watch it. I really hate watching wrestling online, like on internet. And I I understand that, which is why I minimize using uh, the service that you turn me on to. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, even even I don't use it. That's the the only way. That's the only way I'd be able to watch it. And even I don't use it. I only use yeah. it like around pay per views. But um, but hold on one second. I'm go I'm going to ask you to make one exception and go on YouTube and look up Manolo Suzuki versus Brian Angleson. And. I, no bullshit, man. Because you know me, I wouldn't bullshit you. But um, this match was pay-per-view main event worthy, and it was on a buy-in on the internet. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. What do you think of this Minoru Suzuki? I love it. He, he looks. <laughs> he, look, he looks like a badass killer. I mean, the, the haircut is stupid, but don't tell him I said that. But. <laughs> Let me tell you something because I've seen I've been following New Japan a lot uh, longer, like since yeah. I started doing the other podcast. Um, right, Minoru Suzuki, this guy loves pain, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I mean by that. 
I see in one of the matches I saw, he got thrown out of the ring, right, by his opponent. Right. But he came up hands downwards. He's looking up at the ceiling with a smile on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, and and these guys were were smiling at each other and laughing as as they're, like, elbowing and chopping the living bejesus out of each other but but you know um one of the one of the things that i noticed was you know how wrestling is supposed to look like a fight but it often comes off as a performance mm-hmm. um no this looked like a knockdown drag out brawl between these these two men and like I said, don't kill me, uh, Mr. Suzuki, but your hair looks stupid as fuck. <laughs> that well, thing- he's had that forever. Like, but it wasn't always that way. Like sometimes it's shaved, it's shaved, and then other times he, he I've seen him, he's had it like the way he had it on there. Well, he it's just he has weird designs in his hair, and I, I, it, I it, it, it does look weird, yeah. Like I never liked that from anybody. I like I never like I only I never put designed in designs in my hair, and I never dyed it with the exception of one Halloween. It just, I just don't like it very much. But um, don't like I said, don't tell Mr. Suzuki I said that because I don't want him to kick our ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wouldn't kick my ass. He'd probably kick yours because I didn't say anything. I'm well, just saying. Well, fair enough, but <laughs> but but not nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I can't really uh, do this match justice by describing it to you. And um, by and large, as you know from our SmackDown and other weekly coverage, I don't typically take you uh, through the matches step-by-step with the exceptions of big spots. I'm not even going to do that here because the best thing that I can give you is my um, utmost recommendation to go check this out if you didn't see it because, um, like I said, I thought it was, I thought it was, it was pay-per-view worthy and we got it on a, on a you know, on a random buy-in. So, um you know, I really can't complain there. Um, but um, we'll, we'll get we'll get more into um, into the buy-in and uh, the rest of AEW coverage later on in the show because I wanted to get the painful shit out of the way first, ladies and gentlemen. And unfortunately, the painful duty has befallen me this week to review Monday Night Raw for you. Well, what do you say we get into all of this and then the fun stuff at the end? Which, before we do that, let me uh, double check what I have here in my notes. While, while, you're, while uh, we get uh, started with Monday Night Raw. So, Ben, take it away. Absolutely. And and Elio, I I have to t- t- to tell you. Oh, sorry. Before, before we go on, I do. Yeah, you're gonna be an angry young man. Why is that? I found another top ten AEW ranking themes. Uh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Please have mercy. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't checked out uh, last week's episode, I damn near had an aneurysm on the air. Because, uh, you know, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't like these online nerds who uh, compile these lists. And I know what you're going to say. Well, you're one of those that has a podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a fan of this show, I think you'd agree with us that we're not shameless kiss asses. Um, I, and I, I even had a word for the creator of one of these lists that Elio uh, dropped on me like a bombshell. Um, but uh, so as he's smiling like a Cheshire cat anticipating my pain, uh, let's get into uh, Monday Night Raw, and I will try my very best to make it entertaining for you because I I don't know how anybody could find Monday Night Raw entertaining. Oh, oh don't, don't worry, your, your pain will uh will will go away fast when we get into time warp. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> and of course, we are, and of course, we have the wrestling roulette. Yes, which I which I redeemed myself last week. I was very I was very pleased with my performance last week. But Ben, um, I, I I I I made a slight change because um we're doing twenty one songs, right? Yeah. So you have to get eleven correct out of twenty one. eleven out of ten correct. Yeah, eleven or eleven right, ten wrong to yeah. to uh, tie my rec- my record from last week. Yeah, yes, I know. Um, but uh, unfortunately, here we go with Monday Night Raw. All right, uh, Elio, bless your heart for trying to distract me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> but Angela and Drew McIntyre start out the show. Oh my god, this was painful. <laughs> what the Ben? Now look, now look. I'm very upset with I'm very upset with Big E. Why is that? Because he left some horrible images in my head. <laughs> Go yes! ahead. Yes! Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I am so well in a way I'm very angry, but I'm glad I'm glad that our heads were in the same space as this was taking place. How are we supposed to take this guy seriously? <laughs> Go ahead. I know. But to, to your point, we're we're laughing because it was just so disgusting, ladies and gentlemen. What the hell? But um, but but really, to Elio's point, how are we supposed to take this seriously? Because one, we have Drew McIntyre coming out with his sword, Angela, which which is bad enough. But I'm not going to make fun of it because Angela is named after his deceased mother, who um who lost a, a, a battle with cancer. So. Please don't misunderstand my derision for Drew McIntyre over that. Um, but then Biggie starts talking about how how his life has been going since winning the WWE Championship, 
and he talks about the sweet nectar of being champion dripping down his shin and in betwixt his nipples. Not in between, ladies and gentlemen. In, in betwixt. No, 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 no. Stop. <laughs> well, yes. And then to, to, Elio's, to Elio's point, I threw up in my mouth when I was listening to this segment. It was... Even Drew back there was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was like, well, uh, for some reason we had to hear about your nibbles, which, which I could, how? which I, which I could have done without, but. How, how, how are we supposed to take you seriously when you, when you act like a goof and a clown, like, uh. Well, and, and that's gonna that's gonna be a problem, and that's why. Look, look, well, I understand that that his humor is part of what um, what what got Biggie into the into the spotlight with with um, the New Day. I'm not I'm not completely blind to that, but now that you're walking around with the most important championship in the company. Um, you know, the this comedy bullshit needs to stop. There's got to be a line somewhere, and it, the line definitely, definitely should have stopped before we got to the sweet nectar in between your nipples. Like, please shut the fuck up. Can you stop? Can you, can you, can you please not say that while I'm drinking? What the hell? <laughs> well, I mean, last week, last week, we were forced to endure Big E and Big B. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought I was, I thought I was witnessing an erectile dysfunction. You know, you know, you know I'm going to say this about Raw and, and, and NXT. You know, fans are always um, whining about how they want the Attitude Era back. And I've always said they can't handle what they see on TV today, so how can they handle an Attitude Era 2.0? Well, well that's, that's, a good, that's a and, really good point. And so, see, WWE said, no, we're not taking calls right now. WWE said, you want Attitude Era? We'll give you Attitude Era light. Oh, God. Well, that's that's why we're getting these um these uh like dialogues and such like and NXT is try is starting to like get like darker this year. Well, to be to and to be honest with you, I still haven't checked out NXT 2.0 since the debut episode of the of the rebranding. Um, but. I, you know what? Give it a few months because these, these are all new names that you've never seen before. So, like, it, it's not good, but I'm still going to watch it. And, and, but to, to be honest with you, I don't know if I can because I just, I have such fond memories of, um, you know, the original NXT. And I just, you know, I mean, I, I, I acknowledge that, you know, people like, you know, Joe Gacy and, um, and, um, what was his, what's his new name? Harlan, the, the former Parker Bordeaux. Uh, 
Um, those kind of those kind of people uh, interest me. Um, Actually, Joe Gacy had a not not a bad match with Master Champa on Tuesday night. Yeah, so that kind of stuff intrigues me, but I just, you know, I just I don't understand the point of stopping the original uh, NXT now. Please don't give me an explanation because we already did that. I understand all that, but I don't like it. Um, yeah. And the only thing, the only thing worse than Monday Night Raw and NXT right now is the fact that we're having so much build over the pay-per-view that shall not be named. But, um, but I've never been so happy to see the Usos in all my goddamn life after uh, this dialogue between Biggie and uh, Drew McIntyre. I shall not but, call him. But this was uh, one of my low low points because th- I really hated this opening segment. Well, no, I but to, but even to e- e- even the Usos couldn't save it. I was so glad to see. I've never been happy to see them, but even they couldn't save it. Well, well, I agree. I mean, this this whole thing was a clusterfuck. But then again, where do you get where do you go after mentioning various parts of the anatomy <laughs> that nobody wants to discuss? <laughs> yep. Um, so then the first match of the evening was actually my overall high point uh, for the night. It was yeah. uh, uh, Xavier Woods versus Ricochet. And um, this match really uh, demonstrated that um, these two really need to be um, in a higher position on the card, um, especially Ricochet. I mean, to, to this day, I will never be able to understand why this guy has not been a WWE championship, a contender, or a winner already. Um, because to me, he's just that special. But, um, you know, hopefully, I don't know when his contract expires, but when it does... I will have my um, my ears and eyes glued to the uh, computer screen, waiting to hear the announcement that Ricochet has left WWE. Because if this is what they're gonna do with him, they have to stop it. Now, that, all that being said, this was a fantastic match, but I have I have to wonder, uh, and I. I think I I found out why a little bit, but I I still have to wonder why would you have Xavier Woods advance over Ricochet when the entire point of the King of Ring tournament is to push new talent? Xavier Woods doesn't need this. Exactly. Exactly. And between, between the three members of the New Day, I don't really see, and and Xavier Woods is extremely talented. Don't get me wrong; I really like his work. Um, but I don't I don't see him being a being a main event player as as a singles competitor. Um, you know, so am I interested in seeing it? No, 
Apparently, they they put him through to the next round because there was an interview um, with Xavier talking about how the King of the Ring tournament is what made him a wrestling fan in the first place. So we'll see how far that takes him. I have a sneaking suspicion, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that they're going to have Jinder Mahal uh, win the uh, King of the Ring tournament. Now, why is that? Um, well, I just, I don't have a particular reason. It's a gut feeling for me. Um, but I'm hoping I'm wrong. But you want to hear a stupid reason why I heard that, that Jinder Mahal is going to win? They, they said, well, because it's in Saudi Arabia, that's why Jinder Mahal would win. I'm like, wait a minute. Jinder Mahal is Canadian. And, and, and he's not Saudi Arabian. He's of Indian descent. So I'm really, Hello? I'm really, well, that's what I said. But, but the thing is, why would they be pushing Jinder Mahal of all fucking people? No disrespect to, to gender at all uh, in um, in Saudi Arabia. So I thought that that was incredibly stupid in, in terms of uh, in terms of reasoning by um, by certain groups on the internet. Now, now remember how I said that I was so happy that the hurt business is back. Yep. And I I am and I still stand by that. But what the fuck is this? This entire situation between Cedric Shelton and Aliyah Mansur lasted one minute and twenty two seconds. And what was the point of that, ladies and gentlemen? Because later in the later in the evening it was made official uh, via a backstage beatdown by um, Ali, that he and um, and Mansoor have broken up as a tag team. Uh, we weren't completely sure it at first because it was just a sh- a shove down to the mat on Ali's part. But I kind of, then, I, I kind of like this team, Mansoor and Ali. Uh, no, no. It it wasn't working for me. No, I kind of like I, I kind of like this team, but uh, yeah, it wasn't really working. Well, that's I, I thought I thought they would be better. Well, and 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 to their credit, maybe they could have been if they had the if they had the right momentum behind them. But WWE doesn't know how to do tag team wrestling. They don't give a shit. You know if. If the if their names are not you know, um, the new day and the Usos, they, they you know they don't give a shit. Speaking of not giving a shit, I love it when transitions are so easy. Uh, the Queen's Crown tournament, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit! You really like this match? No. Why? I see. Uh, no way. It was a. Uh... Was it this one? Was this, is this the second time that Dana broke up? Because did she face Shayna Baszler uh, 
not this week, but last week, last straw as well. I I believe so because um, Piper Nevin, I shall not call her Dewdrop, had to come in and make the save from Dana Brooke getting her arm destroyed by Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think it was uh, that mad. This one, uh, this, Dana Brooke looked okay, but this match... This match was one minute and 25 seconds long. I swear to God. I swear to... You know, let me let me ask you a question. Okay. Yeah. Because we had this question on um on my other show, but I, I, I want to know what you think. Now, we had Dana Brooke in the spotlight, okay? And we asked the question, has Dana Brooke been given a fair chance in WWE? No, because because she is always booked to look stupid. And I, and I, I said no as well because for the same reason. Like, uh, I don't think they've given her a fair chance because she could do something. They just uh, don't use her right. And, you know, uh, it's very interesting that you bring out that question. And, and the main reason why I say no uh, is because say what you want about Dana Brooke in the ring, but I, I don't, th- I will never forget uh, this one report that I read on her one time. Uh, and it was, it was that. She was such a hard worker, and she was always there to help the ring crew, and she was doing everything she could to prove herself and be in a position of success. Now, now I know what you're going to say. Everybody works hard, blah, you know, blah, 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 right? But I have, I have respect when I hear of somebody going the extra mile uh in in real life and i wish i you know i I don't want anybody to fail and i i think i think that's what sometimes gets lost in this podcast because wwe just does things that just irritate this out of me and makes me want to scratch my eyeballs out oh no (laughs) i just you know, but having said that, I have the utmost respect for the talent and and the work that they do. Um, and of course, of course, you know, I don't want to see any wrestling company suck because I love uh, pro wrestling. Um, but it's just, it's not in my nature to be dishonest and say that this was awesome when so much of what they do from a television presentation standpoint absolutely fucking sucks. And unfortunately, Dana Brooke falls into that category because every time she's on my TV, it's in a segment that doesn't mean a goddamn thing. And like I said, she's being bucked to be to be made look foolish, you know. So I I so the sooner these kind of segments can get off my screen, mm-hmm. 
the more I'm, the more I'm gonna appreciate it. Okay. So, yeah. And then, uh, can I just skip the women's match, please? I'm sorry. Because the the one we were just talking about. No, no. This this next one. Becky. Oh. It, okay. it, it was Becky Lynch and Bianca versus Sasha Banks and Charlotte, and I just I, don't. I I, 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 th- I, th- I think you got that mixed up. Oh, 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 yeah, I got it, I got it backwards, okay. Yeah, it was, was, it, was it was Bianca and, Char- I mean, Bianca and Sasha against Charlotte and Becky. What did I say? You said Bianca and Becky against Char- Charlotte and Sasha. <laughs> okay, well, whatever, whatever. And, but anyway, I, I, I skipped a match. Okay, so um, you, you, you like this one? Well, I just... I, I mean, I, I understand why you don't have Kofi win because the the focus is on gender out of the group for the King of the Ring. Uh, mm-hmm. er, I'm sorry, the focus is on Xavier Woods for the King of the Ring uh, tournament on the Raw side. I understand that. So, so you don't want to have the two of them face off because – it's just not a match that makes sense because they're both good guys and they have been for so long. I get all that, but I'm just I'm I can't tell you how uninteresting and boring I find uh, Jinder Mahal, as I just don't care. Um, now after this match took place, it was. It was Becky and Bianca versus Sasha and Charlotte. Yeah, you didn't like this match? No, no, I didn't because it wasn't a match. Okay. You know, let me read these names again, and you tell me if you think that this should be presented as a good match, and then you'll understand my point. Becky Lynch and Bianca... Versus Sasha Banks and Charlotte. Yeah, again. Now, now, three out of these four names are the are horsewomen, so to speak, in in WWE, and they are being booked. The, I I don't even know what to say about this, ladies and gentlemen, because number one, it wasn't a match. Number two, it made every single participant look stupid. I I just don't understand this. This match was done in in less than four minutes, the official time. Oh, according to- well, let me. I'm I'm checking myself too as well. Four thirty nine. Wow. Four thirty nine. Well, I'm I'm actually getting. Get, I'm actually getting 3:39. My my site okay. says my site says the rest threw it out at 3:39. Okay. Um, you know I just don't give a fuck. We because why why would anybody care about anything going on in the women and 
this might sound like me bitching, but I, but I stand by this. Why would anybody give a single shit about anything going on in the women's division after Bianca was treated the way she was at SummerSlam? If you couldn't have Sasha show up at SummerSlam for whatever reason, just don't have the match. Yeah, he's going to win the belt on uh, Monday. Well, well, and and that and that is certainly seems that that's going to happen because you know Becky can't take the 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 Raw title to SmackDown, so it's very obvious unless they're going to have you know. Charlotte winning. Becky's not on SmackDown. No, no, no. no. Charlotte. Or, or, yeah, Charlotte on SmackDown, but I'm, I'm saying that, that um, Be- there's no way Becky um, is going gonna, is gonna to keep the SmackDown championship. Yeah. That's what I, what I meant to say because she got drafted to Raw. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, uh, I see what's going on here. Bianca's going to become Raw champion. Charlotte's going to become a SmackDown champion. Jeez. Never ends. It's just the same old circus. And sometimes I get I get my uh, you know competitors mixed up and all all this other now, stuff. Now really. I understand why because I can't. It's how how you keep track of all this. It's just such a rigmarole, and you know how irrelevant is the women's division right now? And and fucking Johnny Ace. Being in charge of the women's division, what in the hell is going on? Is he? Is he? Because I remember we said that that he had returned to the company. He's in charge of that division. I'm pretty sure. And let's let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, who he's married to. Being that he's married to the Bella's mom, and even the Bella's uh, did not like the result of. uh, Becky versus Bianca at um, SummerSlam. Which, who would like that? 26 seconds is a fucking joke. You just buried your your entire WrestleMania main event. Just, and, you know, and then after I, after I say this, we'll move on, I promise you. But this segment... And so many others right now. Why are they putting so much emphasis on this upcoming pay-per-view when all they when they don't even put this much emphasis on any pay-per-view with the possible exception of WrestleMania for their entire year? I don't, you know, I mean this show that's upcoming that nobody wants to discuss has a more impressive looking card than WrestleMania, for Christ's sake. That's a problem. Speaking of problem, um, we finally, we, we exit from one women's uh, disaster and go right into another uh, in the second match of the first round of the Queen's Crown Tournament, featuring Dewdrop versus Natalia. Oh my God, I accidentally called her Dewdrop. Oh, you broke, you, you broke your own rule. 
My 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 sincere apologies to Piper Niven. I'm so sorry. I uh, how she how she got dragged down with that nickname. I'll never understand. But good God, the, so this match was three minutes and four seconds long. You know, and and honestly, honestly, my friend. I think that I'm pretty sure, I'm almost positive that that was the longest match of the Queen's of the Queen's Crown Tournament. I can't believe this was the second last match before the main event. <laughs> oh my God! It's just a, wow. it's just disastrous. So then we already mentioned the backstage brawl or the backstage attack by Ali on Mansur, so we can move on. Um, a- after uh, Big E and Drew McIntyre's confrontation with Usos, um, that was very disturbing. Er- to open the evening, we have Big E and Drew McIntyre versus the Usos, and this was a perfectly average main event, serviceable. But I just don't care. It it now now granted, ladies and gentlemen, you, you have you have to understand something. Um and I know sometimes I repeat myself, but in this in this case it's just important to understand going into this particular paper pay-per-view, which I despise, um it's hard to get me to give a shit about anything that they have going on. So I am, I admit that I am mentally checked out. Um, but, um, but I don't think you can blame me, especially when it comes to Monday night raw because, Oh my God. So let's uh, just for shits and giggles. Let's just, go over the match card for Monday Night Raw after, since we're done the review, and you tell me what you would think this show would be. I'm just, I'm, I'm curious. Take, take out everything I just said from the, from the main event, and you tell me if you think this would be a good show. Xavier Woods versus Ricochet. Pretty good, you know, pretty solid, right, Elio? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cedric and Shelton versus Ali and Mansoor. I didn't like this match uh, only because of how short it was, like a minute and eighteen seconds. Yeah, well, it it sucked. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Dana Brooke. Omos and Riddle. Eh, you know what? I'm done with these four. Let's move on. Austin Theory over Jeff Hardy. Eh. Jinder Mahal over Kofi Kingston. I don't care. No, well, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I promise you, if somebody does, I feel bad for you. <laughs> um... Charlotte and Becky versus Sasha and Bianca. 
you wouldn't expect that to be a good match. Yep. But no, it ended in a no contest in no time flat, which begs the question, why even book the match in the first place? Do drop. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, I, I should I should put in charm, and every time every time you say that name, a dollar goes into the jar. Well, it's your own money because I'm, I'm certainly not shipping my money to Canada. <laughs> so, have it. Um, but I understand your point. So, and then Usos versus Biggie. Ends in a count out for the main event. I'd give this show a five out of ten. I, I'd give it a four point five. I I just I don't get it. This was this yeah this wasn't a very good raw. Are well are they ever good? Really? No, some weeks are they they went bad like uh like the last one that uh, they had wasn't necessarily terrible. You even said that yourself that it wasn't. Well, well, I I know, I know, but Jesus Christ! But yeah, this, but the, 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 this one was awful. They're more uh, bad than good. Well, exactly, and um, so we we will move on to uh, the next show in the lineup, which. Which was um, actually this is the other show I would review. So so you're gonna get a lot of me in the first half in the, of the show, and a lot of Elio in the second half, which is good because I can drink my Mountain Dew. Um, <clears throat> so the next show up was uh, Rampage on. Uh, on Friday because Dynamite was moved to uh, to Saturday courtesy of uh, the MLB playoffs. Um, now, now, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, the highlight of of uh, Friday night over everything wasn't even on TV. It was on YouTube. That being. Daniel Bryan versus Minoru Suzuki. Hold on, Suzuki. hold on, hold on, hold on, Ben. That would yeah. That, that. So you 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 said the YouTube at the beginning of the show. So that was like that was on YouTube. It wasn't even part of like. No, so, it, no, it was exclusively wow. on YouTube. Why would they? Why would they do that? Why would they? Why don't they just do well, like a like a kickoff show on uh, TBS before the main show? Well, that's a good question. I I don't know. My 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 assumption would be because of contractual obligations with um with TNT at at this point, um and. Uh, WWE waited a, waited a little bit um, before before they announced that uh, that SmackDown was going to be two and a half hours. We didn't hear about that until the end of the previous uh, SmackDown, I think. Um, 
But yeah, that that was actually the highlight. So if anybody missed that, uh, please tune in to uh, AEW's YouTube channel. That was absolutely tremendous. Uh, then after this, we ben, had... Ben, Ben, I'm going to actually help you out a bit here before the main show because there are two other matches. Uh, right. And, from... no, and, no, and no, nobody's going to care about them after, after they see Daniel Bryan versus Suzuki. I can guarantee you that. But go ahead. It, they, we had uh, Ty Condine, Santana Garrett, which I don't know why the... Wait, yeah, no one really cared. They gave this one 440. And Bobby Fish defeating Lee Moriarty. Now, now no disrespect. I mean, absolutely no disrespect to Lee Moriarty. Um, I, I actually think he's quite talented. I do. Um, but let's think about this for a second. So... In his first week in AEW, so were, were all of these on the YouTube? All three matches? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Because uh, uh, I only know about Minoru Suzuki and Brian Danielson. Hold on, no, 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 uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. So, um, fuck. Let me get the um. That, that's a good question. I um the uh the first match on Rampage was uh Tay Conti versus uh Santana. Yeah. Um so yeah, Minoru Suzuki and um and Daniel Bryan well, I think you could have watched the, the whole, because I ended up watching the whole show on YouTube. So I think the oh, whole. Oh, okay. Um, but, um, but yeah, I think it was, I think it was supposed to be just, just the one on YouTube, but I ended up watching the whole thing. So maybe they put the whole thing up oh, later, okay. later on. I don't know. All right. I, that's very, very interesting, but, um, but yeah, um, because, uh, Brian Danielson versus, well, actually, no, that would make sense because, because Danielson versus Suzuki was the main event of, of the, of the, um, pre-show. And then, and, and then you had, uh, okay, yeah, so, so I, I'm so, I'm so sorry, I'm, I'm so stupid. Uh, this is no fault of Elio's, but his question confused me. So, the, the, there were three matches on the pre-show headlined by uh, Brian versus Suzuki, and then the main card, which was over on TNT, um, started with uh, Matt Seidel versus CM Punk, and then and then the rest of it was on uh, regular TV. But yeah, um, honestly, um, like I said, uh, Danielson versus uh, versus Suzuki was more important than anything 
else had happened on Monday night outside of uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar's uh, contract signing on SmackDown. I'm just going to bring this up um, because since we're talking about Minoru Minor since the beginning, it's a big uh, part of New Japan. Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom 15 takes place uh, January 4th of uh, next year. Um, this, I, I think I'll definitely be watching that. There's, there's this one. I'm not sure how it's going to work because Wrestle Kingdom is going to be three nights. Don't they usually do two nights? It's usually two nights. Next year, it's going to be three nights. Well, that's a lot of tag team matches. What the fuck? Because <laughs> I, I know that uh, NJPW has a lot of uh, tag matches. And I know... Uh, Eight-man tag matches, ten-man tag matches. Like it's When you've seen as much huge pen as I've watched, it can get exhausting watching tag match after tag match after tag match. Yeah, I I, I can agree. Um, but yeah, if um, so, I was explain while you were off the air. I explained our our brief oversight um, to the fans regarding what was on the pre-show and what was on the main card. So I, we took care of that. Because there were there were three matches on the pre-show and then and then uh, I think uh, three matches on the on the on the main rampage, so we took care of that, no problem. Um, so so as I said, uh, CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. You know now that we're over now that. Um, you know, the initial, oh my God, holy shit, CM Punk is back, uh, the thing is over, which is, which is still awesome, don't get me wrong, but I want to see, um, I want to see CM Punk in established storylines and uh, matches that, that make sense versus those that, that just come off as random. Uh, because even um, even the commentators were saying that uh, CM Punk and uh, Seidel had had uh, three or four matches previous to this, and um, yeah, they said that uh, they said that they had four matches previous to this. And Punk had come out on top on each occasion. So, uh, being that they called attention to that stat, um, I was curious um, as to why they they chose this match for Punk um, on uh, on Rampage. So it's just kind of weird. So, like I said, uh, now that CM Punk is getting uh, more established in AEW. Uh, outside of the shock factor, I would really like to see him in established feuds and storylines that actually make sense. But yeah, this, um, overall, this um, this rampage and everything that it offered was was really really cool. Um, and and with that being said, I will uh, switch it off to Elio for his take on 
Dynamite and SmackDown. Elio, give my vocal cords a break, would you? All right, so um, we're gonna we're gonna switch things around. We're gonna go SmackDown and then AEW. Since the, that's the order they were they're in this week. Yep. So this week SmackDown, we are in the Toyota Arena in Ontario, California. Is that right? Ontario, California. I thought it was San Francisco or something like that. Uh, I don't. I don't have SmackDown up. So no, I'm just. No, I'm just. Uh, Thinking out loud, I thought they were okay. But anyway, yeah. so we have one dark match prior to the show. We had Keith Lee defeating Gino Rivera. Bearcat Keith Lee, how dare you? <laughs> Bearcat Keith Lee, I don't know what they're doing there. Yeah, it's, it's so random. So in the, 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 the opening match is uh, King of the Ring match, and um, we have Finn Balor defeating Sami Zayn, which we already knew was going to happen. This match got 11-24. This was a good match. I enjoyed this. Yeah, this was one of my highlights. Um, now from highlights, we go to lowlights, because this match, Sonya Deville and Shayna Baszler versus Naomi. Why, why are they making Sonya Deville look like she can't wrestle? When we know she can. I know what I'm saying, but we, we know she can. Why are they making her look like she can't? I don't know. They're, they're, really, um, they're really milking this authority figure thing. And, she, and, she, and, and Sheena Baser has no business... With Naomi, like she, like uh, she, well, she brought her out of nowhere. Well, but that's because they wanted Shayna to come off like a hired gun. So I got that part. But that my, but then my question is, um, why does Sonia Deville need a hired gun? We we know what a <laughs> well, right. We we know what a good wrestler she is, like. You know, this is this is not Eva Marie who needs a hired gun to get anything done in the ring. Like exactly. Like oh, so then we had the first match for the Queen's Crown. Well, the first match on this show for the Queen's Crown, it was Selena Vega defeating Carmella. Kill me, man! I, I swear. Can, can we can we agree, please? Please, our, our friendship hinges on the answer to this question. Oh no. <laughs> can we get <laughs> please? Can we count this among your low lights for the evening? Yeah, this was a low light. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, this was a low light for me. Yes. I... He is my friend, ladies and gentlemen. He does this then, match was painful. It was, it was atrocious. <laughs> Thank you so much. You just made me feel so much better. Then we had the, the Usos defeating the Street Profits in a street fight. That was a good match. And in the main event, we had Becky Lynch. Def- Hold on, we had um, 
Sasha Banks defeating Becky Lynch just one got 18 minutes and 37 seconds. This was my highlight. I really enjoyed this match. Yeah, I did too. Put put all the bullshit with with Becky's heel gimmick and big time Bex and bicep Bex or whatever the fuck. Becky biceps. (laughs) 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 You can see how little I care for this gimmick. but, uh, but the actual match was, was fantastic. Oh, my God. Okay, so, Ben, what you think of this week's SmackDown? Actually, uh, also, we added the Edge promo and the Seth Rollins promo. What you think of this show overall this week? Well, this show is actually very good. Um, I enjoy it. What, uh, right there along with you, my overall highlight was uh, Sashi... Or, yeah, I can't speak. By uh, it was Sasha Banks versus Becky, and then uh, the other highlight I had was um, was absolutely Edge's promo. Mm-hmm. That guy, I would even go as far as to say he might cut the best promo in wrestling right now. Yep, like they. All of his promos since he came back have been absolutely riveting. I mean, that to me, that's must-see television when Edge has the mic in his hand. All right, so that is SmackDown for this weekend. We're now going to move on to Saturday Night Dynamite. Which just doesn't have the same ring to it. No, it doesn't. So what, what is... Uh... It's Saturday night. You know what that means. No, I don't know what that means because your show is always on Wednesday and you move it without uh, telling anyone that you're going to do this. Yeah, I mean, both of us forgot, so, you know. I, 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 I swear, okay, Saturday night, I was uh, I was taking a nap, okay? Because it, it, was, uh, it, was, it was long on Saturday. It was a long day having to do um, a two-hour show and which I'm not going to be doing every week. I can tell you that right now. I'm not going to keep doing this every week. Once we're done, we're done. But um, So I'm, I'm taking a nap. Then I hear a messenger go off. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, it better not be Ben telling me he's on Zoom because I swear I'm not going to get up and do a show right now. Then I was like, oh, wait, it's Saturday night. Then it's on right now. <laughs> Yeah. Now, and I'm um, yeah, I have a shout out to do, but we'll do that after I get through uh, Dynamite. Right. So Dynamite starts. Okay, can I say I love Malachi Black's entrance? So do I. So we had Malachi Black defeating Dante Martin, which is interesting because what Dante is a. Uh, Oh, what's the other thing? Is he uh, injured? His brother is Dante's brother. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I just can't think of his name offhand. Dwayne, I think Dwayne. Okay. If I could be wrong, but I think that's it. Okay. All right. Um. What I what, what I found interesting, just real quick, was um. Black's nod of respect to uh, Martin after the match. Oh. I, thought that, I thought that was very interesting. 
considering he plays such a dark character. Ben, what is going on with this next match? Are you serious? We had for the Triple A tag titles, we had. That was a joke. I didn't like that. Super Lana 1 and 2 defeating the Lucha Brothers. Are you kidding me? Dax Harwood Harwood and Cash Wheeler defeating uh, Lucha Brothers. Why do they call themselves Super Lana 1 and 2? Don't know. That was For, stupid. What, did they have masks on? Yes. Yeah, they had the whole lucha. No, no, no. And why, look, why, this, why, why? Just the just the fact that they did that took me out of the match completely. Sure. Um, you know, I'm not sure what um, you know, FTR has to do with Andrade. So this whole thing was very. Oh, were, and, they, um, were, were they the were they the hired uh, guns yeah. for Andrade? Oh. And and they came out in these lucha getups, and you know, look in any other scenario, if you give me FTR versus the Lucha Brothers, I'm gonna sit my ass down and I'm gonna enjoy the fuck out of that. Yep. Um, you know, don't please don't take what I'm about to say in an extremely negative fashion. I'm all I'm gonna say is, you know, those two tag teams do not need all of that extra bullshittery surrounding mm-hmm. their match, and it, it and it was just that I felt it was bullshit, and it, and it took me out of um. Of 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 a match that I that I otherwise would have enjoyed, um, and then and then this was my other pet peeve, and and um, and I'll be interested to get your take on this. I don't I don't want to lead you any other way, but or um, I just felt it was very awkward that the triple A titles were on the line. Uh, on an AEW program. Yeah, no, that is uh, that is uh, strange. Usually, uh, they don't talk about AAA tag team championships at all on uh, AEW. Usually, that's uh, reserved for Triple Mania, which is uh, the pay per view they have in Mexico, which I watched one year. And then, and then the other th- the other thing too, just to clarify. Um, you know, I had the same question when the NWA women's title was being featured on um, on Dynamite. Um, well, that one I can understand because uh, they have a working relationship with uh, AEW. And I like I, I don't know how close of a working relationship AAA has with AEW. Well, they they don't, to my knowledge. So the the whole thing was just very awkward. And and I I know that they didn't lose the AEW tag team belts, but but um coming off of, of their um fantastic match um at the pay per view against the Young Bucks, um you know having uh having the Loser Brothers lose a, a championship match of any kind um that quick. Um, was very very weird, and 
And, and okay, you know what? I have a question because uh, you yeah. just you just made me think of something. R- right now, FTR defeated the Lucha Brothers to become the new Triple A Tag Team Championship. So what? We're not gonna see FTR anymore. We're gonna see Super Rana one and two. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I don't know. I mean, what, that, what? That, that's stupid. And what what happens to Tully Blanchard in that scenario? I, I don't know. And, and, you know, maybe you could accuse us of overthinking in this scenario, but I don't, I don't think so. This whole situation just came off weird as, as could possibly be. And it completely took me out of, of, of Lucha Bros versus FTR, which, which I thought would have been impossible for someone to pull off, and yep. and and to, to and to be fair, ladies and gentlemen, if WWE pulled something like this, everybody would be jumping down their throats. Yep. So, so in fairness, I have to at least raise an eyebrow when WWE does it, and I got to tell you, I have I have the same level of problem with this kind of bullshit. Whether it's WWE or any other company for that matter, it it, just, it strikes me as unnecessary. Hey, then we had John Moxley defeating Wheeler Yuta. Ben, what do you think of this Wheeler Yuta guy? Uh, okay. One minute, John Moxley in a one minute match. Okay, well, okay, I'm going to answer your Wheeler Yuta question in just a minute because it, it it is it is interesting, and I I do have something I want to bring up with that. Okay. Um, but first and foremost, what was the point of of having John Moxley in a squash match? Yeah, I can't believe a minute and eleven seconds. That was that was weird. Oh, okay, now that we got that out of the way, is that struck me as bullshittery as well? Um, I want I want to be. I want to be as fair as I possibly can can with Wheeler um, because when uh, you know when he first came on, I was like, okay, we got something here. They made a big deal out of his debut, and then the the next time I saw him, it was a little bit less important, and then I can't really remember seeing him outside of those two occasions mm-hmm. and then and then they bring him back for the match against Moxley which which even as Moxley is making his entrance uh into the building I'm thinking well this is a weird matchup this this seems random uh and then it turned into a squash match so why would you put why would you put Moxley or Yuta in that position anyway? I th- so that was just completely random to me. I don't know, Ben. Um, because I'm curious of I'm always curious of when I see a wrestler's name, I like to see where they've uh, what other company they've been in, right? Yeah. John, uh, in the next match, we had Super Elite Adam Cole the Young Bucks defeating Dark Order. John Silver was in the WWE for a cup of coffee, maybe. I, I don't. And I know I'll tell you because I was looking this up. Okay, 
So John Silver had one match on SmackDown Live on September 10, 2019. Him and his partner, Alex Keaton. No, not Family Ties, Alex Keaton. And they lost to the Alderson Tucker. Oh, my God. And you are such a nerd. Why am I a nerd? Because I made a Family Ties reference. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it, okay. Oh okay, and his second match was at No Way Out 2012 on June 17th. Ryback defeats Dan Delaney and Rob Grimes in a handicap match at No Way Out 2012. Okay. So uh, yeah, well, I he, he was he was actually on a WWE pay per view. Who knew? I like Johnny Hungy in AEW. I do. I like him. I'm a fan of John Silver. Absolutely. All right, then we had Penelope Ford defeating Kara Hogan. Okay, okay. Now, don't get me wrong, and, and please, the, the the social media justice warriors, don't kick my ass on this one. But um, we can both agree that Penelope Ford is on Team Yummy, okay? Of course. Super but, yummy. <laughs> See what I did yeah. there? <laughs> what, what exactly, right? So, she, I mean, she's on the Justice League of Hotness level, really. Um, but, um, you know, this match is just kind of... Weird because Kira Hogan has hasn't gotten established at all since she came over for Impact just a short while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this is only the second time I've ever seen her on uh, Dynamite. I think she's largely competing on Dark. Then actually, we bring up Dark. I'm gonna bring up a quick. Uh... A quick um, note that I found out from one of the dark tapings. You know, you, do you know you know who had a match on dark? Do you remember oh. Crowbar from WCW? Yeah. He had a match on AEW Dark. Speaking of random, I feel like this is the word of the, of the day for the AEW review. Holy shit. <laughs> right? Good God. Um, Okay, then we have the main event. Brian Danielson defeating Bobby Fish. And and this this is the kind of match that I expect Bobby Fish to have. This was a really good match. And like I said, I mean no disrespect to Lee Moriarty, but what the hell is he doing in the ring with Bobby Fish? Sorry, so sorry. You mean what's he doing in the ring with Daniel, Brian Danielson? No, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, what was Liam Moriarty doing in the ring with oh, Bobby oh, Fish? Sorry, go on. Bobby Fish is going to be having matches with Brian Danielson. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 that struck me as a weird choice. Okay, uh, again, I love looking up random facts here. Bobby Fish was in the WWE. Not okay. Well, we know he was in with Kyle O'Reilly, but he had one match on a WWE Heat taping in 2006. 
losing to Harry Smith. Poor fish. And uh, in that match, he was known as Madden Fish. No, Madden Fisher. What's his name? What's his name? That's very weird. <laughs> so Harry yeah. Smith defeats Madden Fisher on a heat taping in 2006. That's extremely odd. That's <laughs> really odd. I just don't feel like without these random facts, it's just fun to like to see these. I completely agree that that does strike me as being fun. Okay, so that is a review of AEW Saturday Night Dynamite, which um I was looking when I was uh, pulling up the card for Dynamite, they uh, did a. Uh, they did a taping for uh, next week's Rampage as well as Dark. If you want to go over that, those two cards quickly. No, no, because I don't like spoilers, so I don't want to. Do well, you don't, you, you, you don't watch Dark anyways. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, I, I'm not. I, okay. I don't, yeah, because oh, okay. we don't want to. We don't want to spoil Rampage. Okay, cool. Uh, like I can just tell you the matches on Rampage, but I wouldn't I won't spoil anything. Cool. I'm actually curious of myself. So let's take a look at Rampage first. Next week we're gonna have Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs, Dr. Britt Baker versus Anna J, and Pog versus Andrade El Idolo are the three matches scheduled for next week. Um, what? Why would they ha- have Andrade on dark? I, I, any, anyone else find that very weird? It is strange. And um, and okay, so no, that's on the rampage. Next week, rampage. Okay. No. Well, okay. Okay, I'm then that confuses me even more. Yeah, why would they have because Be, this is, because go on and, and I'll tell you why. Because on 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 uh Saturday night uh di- on Saturday night dynamite um last night it had, they had um they had MJF involved in a backstage segment with Andrade. Oh, okay. So I'm so, so Andrade's booking is confusing the hell out of me because yeah. because I I understood why they broke him off from Chavo Guerrero, um, but. Uh, since since uh, the the pay per view, um, I've been very confused by what's been going on with uh, Andrade. And okay. o- and overall, I just I expected more from Andrade uh, coming into AEW. I th- I thought he would be a game changer, and and right now he's just kind of there and I don't like that. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay, and then this is the card for Dark Jamie Hater is gonna be in action 
Then we have the Gun Club versus uh, Alex Chamberlain, Dean Mercer, and the Diamond Sheik. Uh, who, who the fuck is the Diamond Sheik? Exactly. <laughs> you know what? I'm curious of these names now. Uh, yeah, no one knows. He's a product of the Nightmare Factory. I just looked Ugh. it. I just looked it up. Uh, Dean Mercer is. Okay, no information on this one. And the other guy, Alex Chamberlain, is um, he's only been in WrestleCade and is the only other company. Then we have Chris Statlander, Red Velvet, and Thunder Rosa versus Diamante, Emmy Sakura, and Nyla Rose. Lance Archer it will have will be on there. Uh, Kazarian versus Aaron Solo and Dark Order versus Daniel Garcia and uh, 2.0 and uh, Serpentico. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, no wonder I don't watch Dark. No wonder no one watches. I don't think anyone watches Dark. I, but, um, yeah, okay. But going back to uh, Raw, because almost, I, mean, I was talking about this with a couple of friends of mine last night. On TikTok, all right, yeah. and uh, the one of my friends, she doesn't, she can't say almost like, or she she can't, she didn't remember his name, so instead of saying AJ and Omas, she said AJ and Mimosa. Who? AJ and Mimosa. Who? No, who said that? Oh, a friend of mine. She called Omas Mimosa. Oh God. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, my friend Blaze. Uh, her and um, my other friend Greg, uh, they're both in New Jersey. They have a, a, a show on Saturday night on TikTok. They talk movies and wrestling, and they do this really cool thing where they put together tournaments with characters from horror movies. That's fun. And they make a list, a top 10 list of like wrestlers, like female wrestlers and male wrestlers and such. And uh, he might even be doing some tag team, uh, some of wrestling tournaments in the future. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. So, so if anyone wants to check that out, and you're on TikTok, go look up Darth Gregor. Cheap blog number one for the evening. Well, well played, Elio. <laughs> I didn't give a cheat. That's not a cheap plug. I told them I would give them a shout out. No, absolutely. Um, okay. Um, so now we've got all the shows on the way. Should I make you cry now or towards the end of the show? I think I should make you cry now and then uh, I'll take the pain away with the wrestling and the music. Okay. So Ben, we're gonna get into this. Right, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we start the list, ladies and gentlemen, and Elio can witness this. I'm taking a sip of Mountain Dew. It's medicinal in this case. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, all, right, all right, give me a minute. I'm just gonna set up the adjust the volume here. Okay.
All right, Ben, are you ready? Yep, absolutely. All right, like we always do for the others, I'm going to let the music play and I'm going to tell you the order that they're in. Okay. All right. Chris Jericho. Okay. And number one, Adam Cole. Okay. Well, the, okay. So I'm not nearly as pissed off as I thought I was going to be because those, those top three redeemed themselves. So this list comes to us courtesy of Irish Neep. Okay. Irish. On, on TikTok. Okay, Irish. I I I, I give you a, a solid seven point five out of ten. I like you. Those top three. You had me a little, you know, iffy in the beginning, but the top three really redeemed you. So congratulations from the PNZ Progressive Wrestling Podcast. Okay, now Ben, before we uh, before we do the wrestling roulette and close out the show for the week, we're gonna get into the time. We're gonna go into time warp mode. Okay. And I figure this week, since we were in Texas last week, we're going to do Memphis and Detroit this week. Oh, well, aren't we travelers? 
So we are going back to March 12th, 1988. I wasn't even born yet. I was in the hospital on that day. On my birthday, ladies and gentlemen, I was in a hospital. I could, I could have been at home watching Saturday night's main event. Because on that night, they had Hulk Hogan versus Harley Race. But no, I <laughs> had to be in the hospital. Nevertheless. Well, being being in the hospital in any situation really sucks. Yeah. Uh, mm. But being there, being there on your birthday, yeah, that, that's rough. Nevertheless, here we go with the mat, with the card from Memphis Wrestling. On March 12, 88, we had Eddie Gilbert defeating Scotty the Body. Now, uh, Scotty the Body um, was brought in as a hired gun to take out Tommy, Tommy Gilbert. And he was, they inserted him in the Eddie Marlin feud, in the Eddie Marlin feud. Oh, Lord. Like Eddie Marlin and Tommy Gilbert were feuding and they inserted uh, Scotty the body into that, bringing him in as like a hired gun. Oh, God. In the second one, we had Nightmare Kenny Wayne defeating Doug Gilbert by disqualification. And we followed that up with... I've, an, I've, I've never heard of, of Nightmare Kenny Wayne. Uh, he was another big name in Memphis. Then we followed that up with uh, an interview with Jeff Jer- and Billy Travis. And they didn't have a tag team match with, against Rough and Ready. Oh God! Sounds like a sounds like a bad nineteen eighties tag team for sure. <laughs> and rough and rough and ready. They they definitely are straight out of the eighties, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Following that, we had the Midnight Rockers defeating the Zebras. <laughs> well. <laughs> Okay. Like, I, 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 can't, I can't even do, I don't even know how to describe this team. Right? Like these masked wrestlers. Oh my god. The zebras. Yeah, the 80s were an interesting time. Then we had an interview with Gary Young and Max Payne where they where they aired out their grievances and issues with the team of Jeff Jarrett and Billy Travis, and we followed that up with the main event. Did, of, did it end with Jeff Jarrett getting his ass kicked? Uh, no, this was on this particular oh, episode. <laughs> you got um, my hopes up. Oh, boo. But on uh, this one, <laughs> the, the main event of this show was had Max Payne and Gary Young defeating Doug Dancing and Ricky Nelson. <laughs> Doug dancing. Holy, holy <laughs> shit, boss. So that, that is a Memphis Western March 1288. We're going to go back to the 70s for big time wrestling from Detroit. Oh, <laughs> Now, this one was uh, interesting. All right. How so? Uh, some of the names on there that which you might not recognize, but you might. Yeah, well, I ha- I have to tell you, I I 
I felt kind of out of the loop on the on the first review of the evening because I have to tell you the truth. Outside of one or two of them, I didn't recognize many of those names either. So no, neither did I. Like even on this oh. big time wrestling, I didn't recognize any of the names. Maybe one or two. Well, I, okay. Well, I feel better now because you you are more of a wrestling historian than I am. So here we go. Best of Big Time Wrestling Volume 1. In the first match, we had California Hells Angels defeating Jim Dillon and Arnold Scullin. Now, now I've heard of Arnold Scullin, but that, I uh, haven't heard of anybody else. Then we had Thunderbolt Patterson defeating Jim Radarowski. Followed that with Spiros Arion defeating the Spoiler. What? Who are uh, who are these people? <laughs> Spiros Arion was a was a big name in seventies in in Madison Square Garden. He had a lot of matches in Madison Square Garden. Oh, I I gotta t- I gotta tell you, man, I don't like being made to look stupid on my own show. <laughs> I I really don't recognize a lot of. These I don't names. even know a lot of these names. This is my first time. Then we have Big Jess Ortega defeating Black Jack Gordon. And the big feud in the 70s on Big Time Wrestling was Mark. Now you've heard of the name. Have you heard of this name, Mark Lewin? No. Okay, well, so Mark Lewin was a big name. And at this time, he was feuding with Terry Funk. Okay, why? Well, God bless America. I have heard of Terry Funk. <laughs> Just so we can feel better about ourselves. Then we had, then we had Big Red defeating Danny Fargo. Was that the Undertaker, Big Red? No, no, that was Texas Red. Okay. I was gonna, I was gonna really say. Now, now, Ben. Um. Okay, you watch football. Have you heard of a football player named Walter Johnson? Uh. Yes. All right, so we had an interview with Walter Johnson and Terry Funk. Oh, Lord, I wonder what, what the Funker had to say to this gentleman. Oh, no, these two uh, were uh, were on the same team. So this, oh, was, this, okay. this was when Terry Funk was feuding with Mark and He had Walter Johnson look watching his back. Oh, okay. Then we had the Sheik defeating Bobby Blaine. Don Ken defeating Mike Thomas. And then they had a two-ring battle royal where the way to win is it starts in one ring. You get thrown into the other ring, then thrown to the outside is how you're eliminated. And it came... Did you say Walter Johnson? Yes. Because he's a baseball player, not a... Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. All right. No, well, I I, I couldn't hear it good uh, on the tape. Oh, okay. These these tapes are bad. That sounded a little off to me because I, I, okay. I right. thought it was the... No, because yeah. uh, the sound quality on some of them, you can make it out. So, oh, okay. So the Battle Royal, we had a two-ring Battle Royal. And the way this starts is it starts in one ring, you're thrown to the next second ring and then thrown to the outside is how you're eliminated. Oh, cool. 
And they came down to the final two, Bobo Brazil and Andre the Giant. Oh, oh. That, that, okay, well, I, okay, now now we're starting to get to people that, um, that so, I, so, that I so, know of. So the way it works, the winner of the Spell Royal goes on to face the Brute for the Heavyweight Championship. So Boba Brazil and Andre were getting ready to face off, but then they decided, why are we fighting each other when we both want to go after the Brute? So Andre the Giant eliminates himself, giving Boba Brazil the title opportunity. Okay, cool. So there we go. That is big time wrestling from Detroit in 1970s. So, so remember how I said I had heard of Walter Johnson before? Well, I looked him up and here's why. He was he's from he's from my state. Which was which is why I was like, wait a minute, are you sure he's a Football players, I knew him as a baseball player. Oh, yeah. yeah that's why, like I was saying, like he, the sound uh, on these tapes, uh, when you, you can't hear him as well as you could when these shows were live. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no worries. I, I'm, I'm not criticizing. I'm just, you know, saying. So, Ben, now that we got the time warp out of the way. We should close out the show with some wrestling roulette. Oh, Lord. Wish me luck, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So the way this works, we, I play 21 tracks. My host has to guess 11 out of 10. Or 11 out of 21? No, 21 tracks. 11 and 10 is 21. You have to guess 11. Okay. All right. Are you ready for your first one? Yeah. All right. Here we go, track number one. Um, we're not getting off to a good start here, are we? Um, it's a WCW theme. No, I, I can honestly tell you I have no idea. Okay, that is rap is crap. That, wait a minute, wait, that's not a WCW theme. Yeah, it is. The West Texas Rednecks. Wow. Okay. Do no, you remember? I, you remember a Kurtanic Bobby Duncan Jr. Well, yeah, but I, I I thought that was like a WWE promo thing. No, no, that was w, a WCW theme. Oh, okay. All right, so that's uh, Owen one. Yeah, that's starting off. Actually, you know, actually, you know what? I have, I have um, my little notes here. I'm gonna keep track of the songs and the score. All right. So let me just. Um, I have to redeem myself here, ladies. Oh, oh, you are one and. Okay, so you are one and uh, Owen one. All right. Yes. So O and one. All right. Here we go. Next song. (laughs) 
Okay. Um, but it's actually on my Spotify playlist. It's Lion in the Sand Evolution. Lion in the Sand Evolution. You're one and one. Very good. All right. Very good. Tell you one and one. Didn't go wrong with Motorhead, ladies and gentlemen. Nope. All right. Next one. Next one, we have... One, one of the most underrated talents. Rest, rest in peace, Test. Test, it's two and one. Well done. because it sounded like it would have been like a special sign of hers. Well, who would you have said uh, if not Tasha Banks? Is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay, but who, okay, uh, it's not Tasha Banks, but who would you have said? Uh, Lacey Evans. No, it was Eva Marie. Oh, uh, well, that explains it. Okay, I'm sorry. And this is not because I got it wrong. It's because it's Eva Marie. We are not counting that one. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So you still, so still two and one? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm making an executive decision. All right. So you're still two and one. Okay. Next one up. Viva la Please, if, if I ever got this wrong, Eddie, you can shut me down, Daddy. Have my permission, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, you are up. You are up three and one. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Rhoda's clay. Rhoda's clay. But we stuffed he stuffed us uh, back in 2015 or 2014. So I'm so mad about that, but whatever. Alright, next one up. Was that Nation of Domination? No. Hmm. Sounded like it. Um, okay, I'm going to say uh, Ken Shamrock. No. Okay. He, was, he was part of this faction. 
Which one? I can't tell you that because then we'll give away the answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, then I'm going to say Farouk. Okay. No, it is um, the union. Which, which, which faction was the union? Remind me. Okay. The union was uh, Vince McMahon, the uh, big show, Test, and uh, Ken Shamrock. Oh, oh, the corporate. Okay. The corporate union. Okay. Yeah. I, no. no, what they just called the union? It just says union here. Yeah, I, I, I remember them as the corporate union because it was a split off of corporate ministry. Oh, okay. I think. All right. All right. So that's four and two. Next one. Um, oh God. Um, sounded like diesels. <laughs> um, God, I can't place it though. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to say diesel because that was my first thought. Okay. No, this is Triple H. It's corporate player. Wow. Oh, I, I never would have gotten that at all. So you, okay. You have four and three. Okay. All right. Here we go. You have so it's seven. We played seven. You have four more to go. You have four more. To get but I got to get right. Okay. Play it again because it faded completely out. Oh, okay. Gold dust. Gold dust. This one is called Golden Desire. It was his nineteen ninety five theme, I guess, before he made his debut. All right, here we go. Sounded like I will take off of a Power Rangers theme. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, did I just age myself? <clears throat> um... I, yeah, I, I don't know. No guess? Uh, no, I, I honestly have no idea. Okay, Drake Maverick. That does, that does not, that, I mean, I'm not saying you're, I'm not saying you're wrong. You got it right there. But I mean, I've heard Drake Maverick's theme before. And that sounds nothing like it. It's weird. So we have five and four. Not bad. So we have two more.
God, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna stab myself in the fucking pancreas. It sounded like Coco Beware because that's what that, that's what it sounded like when you did the bird call, but then the rest of the scene didn't sound like him. Oh, um, no, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Okay, this it was Tatanka. Okay, well, uh, yeah, the the Indian thing. Okay, so here we go, last one. No, that doesn't count. That's the ECW theme. No, that's from WB Originals. That doesn't. Um, and Helico and Jack Evans. Hybrid two, yes. It's Ben. You got seven and uh, you got seven and four. Yeah, well, that was a lot less than twenty set or twenty-one songs, but okay. I mean, I, no, I said eleven out of twenty-one songs. Yeah. Okay. So, we're, so we still we still gotta get four more then, right? Well, you got you got seven. I'm, how many did we play? Eleven. Yeah. And what's eleven and ten? Oh, oh, you're okay. You're playing off from last week. Yeah, okay, I, 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 I didn't catch on to that. Okay. Yeah, it's right. Eleven and ten. So you have to guess eleven out of ten. Out of yeah, eleven out of ten because putting together is twenty-one. Okay, I get it. So yeah. then, then next week would we play the regular twenty-one again? I mean, we can stick with this format, or we can just do all twenty-one. Yeah, well, well, well since since we since you had a theme in mind for the week, we'll uh, we'll just pick up with the regular twenty-one next week. I, I was just uh, going off of what I did uh, yesterday because, or last week, because um, what they had me do on the other show when they do the five-second shuffle is they play uh, five. Songs I have to get no. Well, he played. They played seven, and I had to guess four out of the seven. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, I th- I think for us, um, you know, next week we'll just stick with the regular twenty-one because I actually have a lot of fun with with that. But I. I no, no, what, no, no, what? Let's let's keep going. We'll go with the regular twenty-one. Okay. Because this is fun. Okay. Next one. Are you ready? Yep. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. somebody. Although not all we're recording, people. No phone calls. <laughs> um, Road Dog. No. Yes, it was. No, that's not what it says here. It says, it says New Age Outlaws. 
Oh, please. Road Dog Jesse James. It's the same motherfucker, you know? Come on. All right, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be different here. I'll give it to you. Eight out of eight and four. You are eight and four. Okay. All right, next one. Uh, I don't know if I should do that one. That's uh, an NXT UK theme. No, I don't watch that. Pretty good. No, I'm not gonna do that. That's ECW. Um. Play it again because it was fading in and out. Mordecai. No. It was was either Mordecai or Snitsky. This was The Undertaker. You know what? I'm not counting this. This was The Undertaker, the original Jim Johnston demo. I'm not counting that one. Uh, No. Okay. Undertaker. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What the... (laughs) What How does that happen? <laughs> what? How does that happen? Well, that was the, that was the cheapest one I've ever been given. God damn it, I'm taking it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Play again, because it was really low. Is that Chris Nowinski? No. It's a WCW theme. Although you have to admit, that was a fucking good guess. <laughs> that, was, that was a good guess. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't recognize that okay, one. Okay, this was Coach Buzz Stern. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> so, <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, nine and five... Yep. All right. Here we go. Nine and five. Next. I don't. I don't know. Oh, this is one of my favorite entrance themes of all time. He no guess. Norman Smiley, I what? Shake, shake the snake, Roberts. See that irritates the piss out of me because like I, I've heard his theme before, but that sounds nothing like it. It's just it's odd. Must have been an earlier one. Well, which one have you have you heard? Is it EW one? No, no, I but I I remember um 
I remember when he came back for WWE Old School, but that theme didn't sound anything like oh, yeah. that. I'm going to play a little more of this one. No, it didn't sound like it. Yeah, this is is a 2014 version. Oh, that's interesting. All right, so nine and five. So how many? Nine and six. Nine and six, so how many is that? That's... Fifteen. We have six more. Yep. All right. Play that again for me. I I don't know. I'm losing momentum here. That is the Blue Brothers, Jacob and Eli. I have no idea who they are. Seriously? Mm-mm. Whatsoever. You don't remember who the Harris brothers are? I, I know the Harris brothers, but that's not that's that, that's the Blue Brothers. That was them. Ron no, and no, Don Harris. I've Didn't never they? heard of the Blue Brothers. I don't remember. Oh, okay, 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 okay. They were in, uh, they were part of our uh, was WrestleMania eleven. I want to say, uh, yeah, eleven. All right, okay. next. Okay, so it's nine and seven. As my childhood plays the speakers, I had the, I, I had the hat. I got it in a cheap ass catalog that had nothing to do with wrestling. I don't know how this was in there, but it's uh, NWO Wolfpack. NWO Wolfpack. I, I had the NWO. I had the T-shirt. Do you know where it is? <laughs> On your WPLV store. No. Do you know where the my interview? Red and black t shirt is in the closet. Nope, neither do I. I don't know where it is either. <laughs> it got thrown away. What I know, <laughs> hey, I'm between your mother and your brother, they're not gonna like me if they ever meet me. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be scared of you instead of being scared of them. Holy, shit. okay, here we go. We have four more. Are you ready? Yep. That completely faded out. Oh, okay. Sergeant Slaughter? Nope. Sounded like some sort of march. 
Is that your, is that your decision, your final answer? Um, yeah, because I couldn't really hear it. Okay, that is Mike Awesome. Okay, well, that, that would still count against me, though, because I, I, I really wouldn't have had any idea anyway. So we are, we have three more to go. Ten and eight. Ten and eight. You're, you're actually, you're doing well this week. Here we go. No, that's the AEW Steel Cage theme. Do you want to take a guess? Don't play that at an AEW show because that's no more BS, ladies and gentlemen. But if you watch WWE, <laughs> that is indeed the big show. Uh, 11 and 8. Here we go. So we have two more to go. Yep. All right. Here we go. Next one. Ready? Yep. Yep. This is a pure guess because I literally have no idea. Elix Skipper? No. I... It is Cassandra Golden. Okay, I don't even know who that is. Like, who is that? It's, uh, she was, I guess she must have been part of AEW and must have been only on Dark. Okay, well, I wouldn't have watched Dark. So We're not going to count that one. I'm not picky, but that doesn't even count. All right, next one we have. Here we go. What the hell? Um, Kylie Ray? No. What the fuck? So why don't you smile? I have no clue. <laughs> this is this is Sammy Guevara's first theme. The world is mine. Oh my god. All right, we are 11 and 9. One more to go. Are you ready? Yep. Looks like I'm going 11 and 10, ladies and gentlemen. I know this is anticlimactic, but the, my my best guess is hit row. I I don't. Hit row. Well, you know what? You're you're in the right ballpark. Is is is, is that your answer? Well, I'll I'll say B Fab. 
No. Okay. It's Swerve Scott. Uh, well, uh, that's still kind of count. Because they come out to the same theme. Yeah, you know what? I'll give it to you. I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling generous. I'm feeling generous. Well, they do. They come out to the same thing, right? I mean, I'm not wrong. No, I know. They use a hit, bro. All right, so that is wrestling roulette. Ben, you, you, you went 12 and 10 this week. No, yeah, 12 and 9. Sorry, you went 12 and 9 this week. That, that is easily my best. Well done. All right, so where's you bring the show to a close? Very good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Another episode of PNC Burger Show Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Bye for now. Ben, say goodnight to the fans. Good night, people, and uh, thank you for being patient as I conquered Wrestling Roulette for the first time ever. Thank you very much. See you next week.